0: How's it going? Welcome to Just a Sip, Ben. What's going on, man?
1: Not much. This is our first uh, episode with a live studio audience. Isn't I know.
0: It? Yeah, this is uh, recorded for
1: your pleasure. I feel like we could have gotten a better audience. <laughs> <laughs> I told uh, them to shut up. Yes. Yeah, sec- <laughs> In the background. <laughs> Second-rate viewers. That's okay, though. That's right.
0: Uh, so today we're at Field Day. It's the inaugural Field Day for Voyage Retirement Solutions. Nice. And uh, so we got bands coming in here. We've got food trucks. uh, They've got a full, actually, like a little tent with a full liquor bar and beer and all all other kind of stuff. But
1: That's what we're really interested in.
0: But what's awesome is that you brought your bus, so we have our own beer and our own supply. Right. And it's pretty awesome. So I brought a beer today because it's going to be pretty cool. We're going to interview a bunch of people on this episode, but we want to go ahead and start off with an actual beer that we want to talk about. This, this is called Alcatraz. Yep. Alcatraz is actually the name. Alcatraz Brewing. Alcatraz Brewing, yeah. And this one is their double IPA. Uh, there's this guy that goes to ABC, and, dude, he hustles his beer. Yeah. Uh, I saw him, the first time I saw him was in Sanford ABC, and he's, like, going up to every single customer. And he's like, hey, you want to try some beer, some free beer? And they're like, yeah, sure. And he sold out in, like, two hours of his entire supply that I'm he had. I'm surprised
1: ABC let him do that.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, he was like super like chill. Like he goes in the other aisle and he's like, "Hey, I uh, want to try some free beer." They're like, "Oh yeah, sure." And then he goes, "All right, come follow me." And then he just goes, and gives him free stuff. Metal, Metal like, Gear Solid marketing. Seriously, bro, yeah. I walked into the ABC in New Smyrna today, and he's like, "Hey, you look like a beer guy." <laughs> and I was like, yeah, "Yeah, yeah, I met you last time." And you I was look like, "Like a bro?" Yeah. I was like, "I met you last time. You were in Sanford." He goes, "Oh." He's like, "Did you try it, like about two, three months ago?" I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "I changed it a little bit. Come here." So, the first time he did this. It, this is the exact same beer as before. Right. What he did was this time he took 40% of the hops that he'd already brewed. He took them out and he put them into the dry hop, uh, dry hop mash. What happens with that is that it made it less bitter, but you could uh, taste the or smell the aroma and taste the flavors more of like the citrus and the, the bigger notes. Okay. So go ahead and try some. Tell me what you're actually. You've already been kind of trying it. Yeah, what do you I've, think I've so far? A sips. For a double IPA, what do you think?
1: It, it's very smooth. It's very smooth, but I was reading on the can, Yeah, 100 plus IBUs, that's... uh, 100 plus IBUs is is high, you know. That's very
0: high. I like that because I'm into uh, IPAs, but I do... I I wish you would have tried the last one because it definitely is smoother. Have something to compare it to. Yeah, yeah. it definitely is smoother than the first time I had it. Uh, But now you got his paper there. What's his name? His name is right there. I'm sorry. I'm going to flip it for you. This is the guy. Steve Morgan. Steve Morgan. Steve Morgan. He's super cool um but man that's what i kind of like about small businesses and people who have a small business mentality right because to see him like go to a store he's one of the head guys and he's selling his own product right he's not sending somebody else to do it for him he's like no no no, i know my beer i know i have the love for it and i want to have other people see that love so i'm gonna go out and you know talk about it. you guys can seriously talk back there it, won't pick up just letting you guys know <laughs> Okay When I was telling you To shut up I was making a joke We are captivated We got uh, uh, A few friends And also The band Carabell Back here Which we're gonna Interview in a little bit uh, You guys have definitely Heard them on another Podcast that we did Probably about what Like a year and a half ago Yeah it's been a little bit So it'll be nice To talk to them again But Getting back to this beer For a double IPA Not, not going into singles Because I know that You like to kind of Compare it For style Right. What do you think as a double IPA? I feel like double IPAs are usually very smooth, or at least a lot smoother than normal IPAs. And that's a big, like, thing that people don't think about. They're always like, oh, double IPA, that's going to be way more bitter. I'm not right. going to like that. But double IPA is actually smoother than a yeah. single IPA. Yeah, you
1: get a higher alcohol content, but you do end up with a smoother finish. Yeah. So, so it's not so raw.
0: Yeah, I think it's, it's still a little bitter.
1: Well, for 100, 100, 100 IBUs. Yeah, 100-something yeah, yeah. IBUs. Yeah.
0: But uh, is no, this something I, I that... I like
1: it. Yeah. I, I'd drink it again if I could find it, if I could hunt down Mr. Steve Morgan. Uh, I know
0: that they sell them at ABC. So, okay. like, if you go to ABC, you can always find it.
1: But okay. then he
0: goes and just, like, promotes extra gotcha.
1: on top of it. So he gotcha. has a
0: little table.
1: Out there hustling.
0: Exactly, yeah. But I just... I always like that aspect. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, like, guerrilla marketing... Yep. I always thought it was super fascinating. Yep. Uh, for our businesses, you know, me and you do the wood flooring. It's not something we can do. You know, our our thing is word of mouth. Right. You know, we do a great job for a customer. They tell everybody else, "Hey, you got to get this company coming," right. which feels great for us. But if I had a different type of business, I would definitely get into that type of marketing because I I just think it's awesome and I think it's super fascinating.
1: If If I had been there and I had met Steve, yeah. It, it, it makes an impression, you know? Oh, for sure. Um, and, like, w- like when I do a tour and they ask, oh, okay, so how long have you been working for this company? I say, well, well it's my company. I start, oh, it, yeah. it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You know, it, it outside of the bus payment, being an owner for this company is not a huge Deal. Yeah, but for some reason, you know, when people meet, oh, you're the owner of the company, you know what I mean, and it it almost like draws them in and makes everything more interesting. Oh yeah, um, you know, so I try to sell the sizzle and you know give like the long version of the story of how we started it. Yeah, but that's exactly what you get. Is the music still playing? No, there? no, no. Oh, okay, but that's exactly what you get. Like when you meet Steve Morgan. Yeah, and he's the one selling it to you. You can you can put a face to the name. Yeah, and you can feel and and hear the passion. Oh know? yeah, and it, it it really makes everything a lot more interesting. Yeah, because like
0: I walked in and I saw him. He actually wasn't next to his table, and I was like, oh, there's that guy, and I was like, oh, it's uh Alcatraz like Alcatraz, and then I look down and then I see his table, and I'm like, yeah, that's right, Alcatraz. And then so, like, I recognized him right away. Right. You know, and for me, recognize someone is not always the easiest thing. I'm not that great. I'm, <laughs> I'm good with faces, but I can – I'm usually, like, I have no idea where I met you. I just know i met you kind of a thing. Yep. So, but I knew right away. I was like, oh, yeah, the other guy from ABC.
1: Well, dude, I so, think this has really worked out for him because now he's on the the hit podcast. Just Oh, yeah. I told him
0: – even I even told him today. I was like – I bought it, I was like, you know what? I'm actually going to feature you today on my podcast. He goes, oh, nice. I was just on this other podcast for this radio show. And it was uh, for The Hog Yeah The show uh, The radio show The Hog yeah, where yeah they have their own Like podcast segment About beer And no, it was no a 30 kidding. minute uh, Interview with him And I was like Oh okay Well that one's way better Than what we're gonna give you <laughs> But at least now You have two outlets Of no, where you've had your stuff Don't <laughs> secede so quickly <laughs> That's we true We don't know that we don't. But uh, no I think it's super cool uh, I think he's originally From the San Francisco area
1: and That would uh, make the Alcatraz Yeah Make sense Oh
0: yeah And uh, But it, it's super cool And definitely, I would say, they sell them in four packs. I think they're $9 for a four pack. That's a little steep. It's a little steep, but I think they're also very small right now, and they're trying to make their money back and trying to get a little bit bigger. Because, again, I've only had their double IPA. Any idea what else they make? This one is a tiny bit different than their other, but right now I think they're just all about the IPA.
1: Okay. I mean, I, I'm, I'm all about it. If I saw it, I'd grab another yeah. one. Yeah.
0: You know, and small companies, like, okay, when you and me started with this podcast, the audio quality was, I mean, really garbage when we first started. And sure. it takes time to build. And I know we're so different, but it, it works the same way. Unless you, like, to have a brewery going... The capital that you need to start a brewery it's huge. is huge. It's immense. So these guys that are like, you know what? We want to put out beer, but we got to start off small. We're going to focus on one beer, get it out there, yeah. and get you know, fans of the beer, basically. And then we'll start making more stuff. I totally understand it. Yeah. You know, not everyone's in the same position, and it's awesome to see people do that. Yep. But I would love to see something else come from them. Um, for me, it's not my favorite double IPA.
1: No, but I've I've had some others I like more. Yeah, but I think good. they have potential. Yeah,
0: and uh, like I said, if you had had the one that they had before to have something to kind of compare it to, yeah, I think they're going in the right direction.
1: Good, that's so, good. So I I'm, mean, I, I'm all about it just because I'm I'm big on the local stuff. Yeah, you know, I I really like to and try to support local businesses. You know, it
0: was funny because uh, we were just did uh, the podcast on. Um, uh, bourbon county and i called my cousin today and i was like hey uh, have you got your bourbon county he goes bourbon county and i was like oh that's right you don't support cigar- uh or uh, goose island he goes oh yeah no no they're big business
2: uh, and i was like oh yeah, big and i was
0: like you know it's a 15.9 percent." he goes yep can't do it <laughs> and i was like all right and i was like hey listen to each
1: his own if that's the way you want to do it you know it's that's unfortunate because they were not it, until Busch bush bottom
0: exactly and but i still enjoy the beer and i'm yes. not that much of a stickler, so I'm going to enjoy the beer. And if it's good,
1: it's good. Yeah. If it's good, it's so good. So I thought
0: it was fantastic, but uh, later on, we'll talk to Carabell. Uh, the main the, the lead, lead vocals, Max Warsinger, actually had their vanilla.
1: Okay. And I remember I was I'm, telling I'm you about it. I'm curious to hear what yeah, that Yeah, so we'll like.
0: ask him about it, see what he thought, but it'll be a lot of fun.
1: I'm curious to hear that and nothing else from Max.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll tell him to be quiet after a second. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, um, stay tuned. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. Hey, welcome back to Just a Sip. Uh, Now we're sitting down with Daniel Ray. Daniel Ray is the owner, can I say that? Owner of Voyage Retirement Solutions. That's right. All right, and I said that right, so yeah, <laughs> I read yeah, it. yeah, it's right I was on the looking shirt. at it, but I also said it out of memory. So my go. wife works in the company, so I should know. Um, c- tell us a little bit about your business, real quick, uh, like thirty second synopsis.
3: Well, I mean, pretty much, we we help your you know uh, central Flo- people from Central Florida plan for their financial affairs, and that, okay. these days that includes a lot. Yeah, I mean, from their investment finding you know retirement planning, insurance needs. Um, and we do a lot of work, as you can see, with uh, the, the fire department uh, statewide. Yeah. So uh, we, we work yeah, you really closely. focus
0: a little bit more on, like, firefighters and teachers, but you do everybody, right? Like, well, you can yeah. help anybody.
3: This is everyone. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. it's just kind of – it happens to be that we specialize with, you know, in, in some of the benefits yeah. that they have. Uh, but, you know, uh, police officers, firefighters, teachers, uh, and then – and we also work with you know uh, managers owners of various companies so you know it, it, we work with all people we work with people from you know all walks of life but that's kind of uh, an area that uh, we're very well known in so to yeah. speak
0: you want to help the people who help other people that's right teachers firefighters those kind of people that are service members in a way even teachers i mean you know like they have like if you think a firefighter has a hard life you think oh, yeah. about a teacher and how much they have to do; it's crazy. But you're trying to help them for the future.
3: It's unreal, man. I mean, the things that the resources that the wealthy have, you know, at their disposal, it's incredible. But yet, the people that need it the most or the, the, the ones that are, are making a difference here locally in our communities. And that's kind of yeah. what we're doing. We're trying to provide that, that world-class type of service for them. Uh, we, we believe they deserve it. And, man, they're just your everyday people, man. They, they make an impact. They're well-known in the community. And, you know, they got to get shown love from somewhere. We're just happy to yeah. just be the ones to show them that love.
0: No, definitely. And, uh, obviously, uh, my wife, I'm just going to kind of give her a little bit of a shout-out because uh, she has a very uh, a lot higher moral code than I do sometimes. <laughs> and she definitely said that, you know, she didn't want to work for somebody who she didn't believe in and that she didn't feel that was doing something beneficial. It didn't matter what the what, what her job was. Right. She just wanted to make sure that she was making a difference or at least working for someone who was making a difference, you know, and that wasn't a shady company. So she, I know that she's enjoying her time working for you guys, and uh, but... That just kind of shows, you know, what kind of company you guys are in, what kind of work you guys are doing, but it's good work.
3: Yeah, I definitely got to give a shout out to her, too, because, you know, while we have the, the this vision, you know, executing it, it's a whole other story. And then, yeah. you know, you have this idea when you have someone who can turn it into reality. I mean, it's, it's hard to describe the, the appreciation and the excitement you get for that. And I mean, she's an artist at what she does. And, you know, she she shares the values and the beliefs that we do man and uh it's uh we're 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 honored to have her and and the team that we have i mean you can see it here today at operation field day it's uh we got a really good crew and and she like she fits just like a perfect piece to the puzzle
0: yeah no it's awesome and uh this is going to be an awesome event you know you got the we mentioned it earlier already but you know we got food trucks we've got beer vendors we've got you know uh Dunk tanks All kinds of things For the kids to be here I mean there's like A soccer dartboard Thing going on There's all kinds of, There's cornhole All kinds of stuff going on So this is super awesome And uh, we're really excited To see how this goes We even have a few bands coming Right now it's yeah. actually Just sprinkling a little bit but uh, hopefully that doesn't stop everybody oh, no. from coming. Yeah, I, I know. Think, I Just I think started up Foley's again. He's
3: about to. I, I'm coming to introduce uh, Reed Foley before. I mean, once I'm done over here.
0: Yeah, and uh, a lot of people have heard him on the radio, uh, sing you know all around the place. But yeah, it's he's
3: super awesome, incredible. And, and you know, Brad, Bradford Buckley just played incredible um, player. He was great. I mean, man, yeah, that guy sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely. I look forward to having him at other
0: venues. Yeah, definitely. And now we're later on after you, we're gonna have Carabelle coming in, and uh, they're gonna be playing a little bit later on today. But uh, so okay. Let's get back to the podcast. We are just a sip, which is normally a craft beer podcast, but we've been branching out a little bit, talking about different things uh, like uh, a lot of bourbons, whiskeys, scotches, things like that. Uh, today, you're drinking Devil's River uh, bourbon whiskey. This is a uh, Texas bourbon whiskey. Uh, what do you think about it well, so far?
3: You know, we're on. You know, we're both on this uh, this chat, which is kind of opening my eyes and my yeah. work. And, and the world uh, of bourbon and, and whiskey. And uh, just, you know, very similar to most other people, man. I thought bourbon just came from one place in Kentucky. See, that's what
0: I thought. And then yeah. literally it was sad because, like, we were talking about earlier. I thought it only came from Kentucky, just like you said. But apparently, so just got to tell the listeners, it's 95% of it comes from Kentucky. The other 5% comes from around the U.S. But uh, this is, I mean, this is smooth stuff.
3: It really is. It really I think is. this is I mean. around,
0: like, 60 to $70 a bottle, somewhere around there.
3: I think it's worth it. I mean, I'm, I'm drinking it right now. It's, it's got a smoothness to it. You know, yeah. it's, uh, I think it's, I, I, I don't know, maybe because it's from T- Texas, you know, I never heard of it before, but I'm glad you introduced, you know, introduced us to it. It's, um, I'll definitely be looking out for it next time. Add that to my repertoire.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know, just to kind of give a little highlight to kind of like Texas, uh, whiskeys and things like that. There's one called, um, it's called, uh, Texas Ranger. Um, right? Is it called Texas Ranger, Ben? You're, you're okay, I might be, I might. Be, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm one. There, about Chuck Norris, there's one. I don't. I don't remember. Well, beer. it's kind of after <laughs> that, so I don't remember if it's called. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's Texas Ranger. I don't know if that's the name of the brewery or the uh, distillery or the name of that specific uh, blend, but Texas Ranger, and that's another Texas whiskey. I don't know if they call it Texas bourbon whiskey though. I think it's just called Texas Whiskey. So I'm just kind of throwing that out there. I know we do this a lot in the podcast. You're very new to this, but we throw a lot of nonsense out there that we hope something sticks. Um, right now, you're drinking that. I'm drinking a IPA from uh, Red Cypress, Devil's Chair IPA, which is delicious. Uh, I'm That's loving it. Yeah,
3: talking about Yeah, it. it is
0: a show favorite. We've been talking a little bit about the uh, Red Cypress uh, brands and things like that, but we had a few out here.
3: Yeah, I just—I tell you what, you talk about beer, and I'm more yeah. of a bourbon, Scotch, whiskey kind of guy. But uh, um, when it comes to the the you know beer, I'm not as you know as familiar with it. That's uh, okay. But, that's man, okay. I had an incredible stout last night.
0: Yeah, what'd you have? Found by Founders. Oh. CBS. Oh yes. Oh man, yeah, that's our new
3: favorite stout. Yep. yep. I'm Canada. Man, unreal, man. <laughs> incredible. <laughs> yeah, Canadian
0: bourbon stout.
3: I mean, that is uh, that's like. G- <sighs> uh, that,
0: that yeah. Fixes, I always call it Canada.
3: Oh. Yeah, because
0: yeah. if you're from there, you're Canadian. People, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people from Canada hate when I say Canadian, Good. but I still say it. Yeah, and, uh, But yeah, no, so Founders Brewing is from my hometown, Grand Rapids, Michigan. That's where I'm from. I actually just went there about three weeks ago, and it's amazing. But um, their Canadian bourbon style is a little newer. They always start off with their... Um, can, no, no, it's their... Uh, CBS, no, no, that's CBS, KBS, KBS
3: Kentucky okay. Bourbon
0: Stout. So uh, they, that's been sold. going on for a long time. Uh, I have four different years or three different years of CBS at my house right now just sitting. Those ones you can kind of age for a little bit. So, like, if you ever get a bottle, I would say buy a bottle and age it. Just really? sit it in a dark place where there's no light, you know, like a closet, you know, somewhere. In a box it doesn't matter. Uh, one,
3: of, one of my kids will find it. Yeah, that's yeah. true.
0: And just just let it sit and let it age for a year, and then try it with the new year. So then you buy a, a you yeah. know the bottle for 2019, and then you try 2018 and 19 together, and the flavor will change in that in that bottle.
3: Yeah, I love it, man. It's like, yeah, it's so I, cool. I feel like I feel like mo- you know uh, s- some people who like yourself, yeah, they have it down. It's like an art, you yeah. know, uh, and uh, it's something I think. A lot of people don't have the appreciation for it until they get to experience it i oh, mean yeah. it's pretty cool about this podcast I mean that chat that we're on right now where i you know i'm I'm, I'm very fortunate to somehow like you know squeeze into that chat <laughs> but man my world is open up just that exclusive <laughs> just just within just just within the last week yeah. i mean it's just like your eyes open up and oh, yeah I mean this podcast right here i mean I think the problem that a lot of people have is you know, the resources to be able to experience what the world has to offer. You yeah,
0: know? And, and things change so fast. That's why like I try to stay on top of things. I listen to a lot of other podcasts. I read as much as I can on different beers, different whiskeys and bourbons. But we ha- what's awesome is to have friends that know stuff. Oh, yeah. So you were talking about the group chat, but we also have a mutual friend, Chris Chosey, oh, who's man, on the podcast Chosey. a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Chosey's Chosey the man.
3: Oh, he is the man.
0: He knows scotch bourbon whiskey he knows beer and he knows aging beer he knows everything so that's the guy you know we always talk to him and we've had him on for a lot of very special episodes uh talking about you know hunapu and trying different uh years of hunapu which is a huge deal but uh that's a guy like you need to find friends that know a little bit about the different types and that's how you really get into it See,
3: i was i was blessed to work with him for about a um, i would say a year or so and or yeah. actually closer to two. And uh, man, he is like, you, you talk about someone who knows a lot about a lot of things. Oh, that's, yeah. That's your man, that's especially the guy. when it comes to this. He's passionate.
0: Okay. <laughs> Danielle came around. Uh, much, so we're I, recording. I think that's my cue. We closed I think, the door. And, okay. I think, I, so. I, think, I think she's But anyways, Danny, me. thank you so much for being on the podcast. Oh, man. And uh, it was awesome interviewing you. Uh, I know this is going to be uh, starting. You're going to start to do this a year event, yeah. a yearly yeah, event? Yeah,
3: yearly event, man. It's so, uh, you know, the, like I said, it's it's uh, we're, we're in a fortunate position to be able to give back and to uh, show show our, our uh, public servants some love, you know, and uh, it, it's a great event for the family. You know, I, it, yeah. if, if I look forward to doing anything on the weekend, it's, it's spending time with the kids and, and seeing them enjoy themselves. So this type of event gives everyone that opportunity to do it and do it for a good cause. So there you, you go, know, man. Pretty
0: fortunate. Well, anyways, thank you again so much. And uh, for everybody else, just hang on, keep listening. And we're going to come back with another interview. Hey, welcome back to Just a Sip, and now we're sitting here with the owner and proprietor of the land that we're actually doing it on. You want to go ahead and introduce yourself?
4: I'm Sean McCaskill from Edgewater Ranch. How are you?
0: Good. How you doing, man? Uh, this is a really cool spot. Uh, can I kind of ask you, so this location, how big is this area that you, that you have, this property?
4: It's about 96 acres, close to 100, 98, wow. something like that, yeah.
0: How many events do you think you do a year here? I mean, it's just a rough estimate.
4: Well, this is my third for this year. It's our first year, or so.
0: Oh, okay. So it's yeah. very new. Yeah. To doing this, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, where did you, what was your like startup to this well, kind of stuff?
4: Well, ten years ago, we had two major concerts out here that held about seventy-five to eight thousand, seventy-five hundred, eight thousand people. Wow. Okay. Yeah, some country concerts, and that was our kind of our big ticket. Um, yeah. So that was that was the beginning of it. And okay. now, and I'm trying to pick it up right now and you know a gotcha. little bit at a time. So
0: then uh this is is this not like old family land or is this like something that you've bought over the years?
4: They no, we've had it since nineteen eighty five. Okay. Yeah. We had right on the other side of ninety five, uh we had a thousand acres over there. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. And that's where I grew up. Gotcha. And this was just like the bonus piece. Yeah. Then my parents sold it um back in two thousand and nine. Okay, and then the the other side, and then we got, kept okay. this. Yeah,
0: I got you. Okay, so you sold the thousand. Yeah, and kept this area, and then right kept
4: here. this hundred right here. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, Yeah.
0: so uh, what's your background? You know, like where'd you come? Like, what wh- what did you do before you started doing this? The, the Edgewater Ranch. Oh uh, well, I a little bit of everything.
4: <laughs> well, I was a concrete finisher for sixteen years, seventeen years. Gotcha. Um, and then then when the mar- when the economy Took a crash Yeah I, I got out of doing that Because I couldn't Provide for my family anymore The way I needed to So I started doing I got into the pool business Doing okay. commercial Like uh,
0: Servicing here pools Obviously in Florida Yeah Business
4: Yeah I was trying to get into Something a little more foolproof Yeah That was stressful And then I got out of that And then me and my mother Started trying to Utilize this property To make money So gotcha. I, that's where I'm at now
0: yeah. Well see it's pretty cool I mean it's, it's an awesome location You're yep. right off of one of the highways, one of the interstates, and uh, it, it really is prime. You got the, uh, in Florida, for people who live around here, they're going to know about the bike trail. This right. bike trail, like, goes forever long. Mm-hmm. I mean, it connects all over the place. It actually connects by closer to where we are in the Smyrna area and everything, too, and then it even goes past that. I mean, it's like, I don't even know how long that thing is, but it's crazy.
4: Yeah, I think it goes all the way to Deltona.
0: Yeah, so... Um, but so you got a lot of, you got a lot of traffic through this area, even though Edgewater not necessarily a big location. No, it's not. But uh, you're at least prime real estate for where you're at.
4: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So yeah. Uh, are you kind of like a music fan at all oh, or anything?
4: Tremendously, yeah. yeah. My son What's is your a, genre. My, my son is a remarkable musician. Okay. He can play his first instrument is drums, but he can play guitar like Nobody's business. He can play bass. He can play piano. You would believe it if, if when he you hear him play piano, you think yeah. he did it his li- whole life. Really he can just wow. pick it up, yeah.
0: There's some people like that that are just so talented and it makes the rest of us so mad cuz we have no talent. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, I, I, I I have no talent. I go, oh, "Man, I wish. I can't do anything. anything
4: on instruments, but my my wife's side of the family is actually very They're instrumentally inclined, yeah. And he and her brothers are Phenomenal musicians, but they look at Dylan as a phenom because they're like we weren't nearly as good as him <laughs> yeah. when we were that, as young as him. Yeah,
0: that's how um, the next band that's about to play Carabel. Yeah, which we just interviewed. Um, they're the same way. Uh, the the bass player Bradley. Yep. He played drums before. I met him. But he's one of those guys that he played drums and I mean he played drums. Um, like he was just amazing at it. Yeah. And then he was like, you know what? Let me just switch it up. Let me try guitar. So he picked up bass. Like I mean, he just killed it on bass, yep. and he goes, "Let me pick up guitar." Picked up a guitar. He can. He was. Uh, his dad was telling me, his dad would play keyboard, and he, Bradley would listen as a little kid and go, "You played it wrong. Yeah, that's the wrong key." Yep. And he go, "What are you talking about? You n- you know nothing." And then he go, "Oh, yeah, I was playing the wrong key. Yeah, He plays by ear. Yeah, he just that's he's how one my of those son guys. is. Yeah,
4: he can do it. He can do it all. It's incredible. Yeah, he's 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 supposed to play drums up here today. Um, with okay. uh, with uh, Johnny."
0: Oh, nice. That would be really cool.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's it's awesome that you have that kind of skill. Uh, (laughs) My dad always told me growing up, uh, my dad's uh, very intellectual and very smart, but he can't play instruments. Mm
4: -hmm, And he
0: goes, the one thing back in the day that I wish I could learn was instruments because that would have just killed... Killed it with women. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like no, no. if you can learn that you you'll get any woman you want. If you if you're an artist or a musician, you can you can make it happen. And unfortunately, I got neither of those. <laughs> I was just able to talk semi okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've been drinking and I got a cold so not great <laughs> right now, but normally I'm pretty good. I got my wife with it so. Yeah. yeah but anyways, yeah, yeah. it's one of those things like uh, and my brother, he's got long fingers, so like I remember I bought him a guitar when he was younger. And I was like, please, I bought him a guitar, I bought him lessons, I bought him an amp, everything, ready to go. And he just, he never really made anything out of it. But that just wasn't his thing. Yeah, but I was just yeah. like, oh, I wish one of us would have gotten it. But yeah. uh, anyways, all right, so this is obviously Just a Sip, a beer podcast, but we talk about other spirits as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked a little bit with Danny about this. Now, from what you were telling me, you're not a huge bourbon fan. Er, no, uh, I am. Oh, you are a bourbon Absolutely. guy. Okay, okay. Yeah. See, I heard, I'm, I got... Wrong information
4: No, no, no Yeah, I'm very huge um, Okay I've just been Trying to cut back on Alcohol intake lately <laughs> okay. And that's why I gave I That bottle to that. your wife
0: I yeah. I got you Okay yeah. So with this Now This is going to Maybe sound sad to you very But good. I just learned this today For the longest time I thought bourbon Was only made in Kentucky Negative And that's totally wrong Yeah, I found out 95% of bourbon Is made in Kentucky Yes The other 5% Is made around the US Yep Okay, so Tennessee,
4: how, Tennessee whiskey, yes, is like Jack Daniels is yeah. bourbon, but they can't use the name because so it comes not from to Kentucky. Use,
0: okay, so if it's called bourbon,
4: it has it's from Kentucky. It is from Kentucky. Yes. Okay,
0: so that's what I thought.
4: That's a so trademark.
0: Ma- so okay, so no matter if it, as long as it's in the U.S., it's bourbon, but they can't
4: call it bourbon if it's made the same way with the corn mash. That they oh, okay. sour mash that they do like okay. sour mash bourbon. It doesn't even have to be sour mash; it can be straight. But bourbon, the name bourbon, is trademarked from Kentucky. Oh, okay. nobody else can use it. Okay, and there's a specific way they make it. but yes. But Jack Daniel's is bourbon. But that's it's, always what I thought. Because I know but it, that it, they can't call it that. Because
0: Crown Royal got in trouble just last year or just this year. They made a bourbon whiskey, mm-hmm. and then they got in trouble for it. And yeah. people were like, "Go get that bottle because you're never going to see that bottle again." I
4: bought one. Okay, yeah, yeah. And it says on the bottom of it says, "This is not a bourbon." Oh, okay. But on the top of the bottle, it says, it bourbon. says bourbon on it. <laughs> but then they have to put it underneath it, "This is not a bourbon," okay. so it's contradictory. So,
0: what about this? This is Texas that's, bourbon whiskey. That's it says
4: Texas. That's interesting.
0: Small batch, Texas bourbon whiskey.
4: See, I was told that bottle came from Kentucky. Okay. When, when the guy gave it to me. Yeah. So, I so mean, that's, yeah. Like that's I, interesting. I, I mean, I don't know. What does it say on the side of it?
0: I don't...
4: <laughs> Is there a yeah,
0: you I mean, you can read it. Yeah, 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 yeah.
4: Let's see here. Produced and bottled in Devil's... Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. That's very interesting.
0: So, that's, that's why I'm like... That's why I was confused. Like, today, I started asking around... Uh, I'm on a couple different bourbon, like, um, Facebook groups mm-hmm. and, um, um, message boards and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I was like, what's this guy's like, what's going on? I thought it was only in Kentucky. And they like, it,
4: that's, that's, that's what I was always told. Yeah. That it was a trademark. The bur- The bourbon name was a trademark. And of- it,
0: even up top, it even says bourbon whiskey. Yep. You're right. So interesting. Uh, and then, and then again, what we were talking about with the, um, crown Royal, Mm-hmm calling it bourbon and then being like getting in trouble for it. So I'm like, what's going on with this? Cause I know a bunch of guys have seen this. They're like, Oh yeah, that's always, that's in stores. You can find that. So that's interesting. I would like to, I'm going to try to find out about that. I'm going to yeah, do a little I, bit of research I, I, on that.
4: I don't have an answer for that. That's interesting. But that is
0: super interesting. Okay. So what do you think about it before we kind of like, Oh, it's <laughs> beautiful. Tear it's, it apart for being bourbon.
4: It is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, it's, it's smooth. It's, uh, light. It's not super heavy. Um, I love it I love it I mean To drink it like this Neat Yeah Sip on it I'm a big
0: fan I'm a big fan of uh, Of doing uh, Bourbon and whiskey neat Hold on I gotta open this door up As the owner And some friends Yep Um, I see that Hello This is where all the beer is You want a beer? Okay I'll move over
4: We're doing a podcast here Sorry about that
0: That's alright I can I can cut all this out If I have to Yeah
4: that's all right though. How you doing? Go ahead.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead. Grab a beer out of there. All right. So, but yeah, uh, I've always, whenever I drink a beer, I want it straight. Or drink a beer? Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. Whiskey. When I drink whiskey or bourbon, I want it straight Absolutely. because I really want to taste the flavor of it. You know. Yep. Yep. Uh, we yep. just did Me not too. that one. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like yelling at a friend of ours. Can I have yes, you can have that, for sure. You're supposed to put
2: a little water in that.
0: Whiskey. All right. So. Yeah. I was just about to. Oh, I was just about to talk to that. So uh, I did a scotch tasting, in, on a cruise ship, and they talked about like the water drips and how that changes the flavor, and it yep. really does. Yep. And it was super interesting on why it changes it, and like you could see almost like a um, uh, what do you call it, like an oily finish. Yep. It separates all of that, which was super cool. But I still, people are like, oh, just do one ice cube. I can't do it. I don't do it either. Uh, like, I just no water, nope. no nope. ice cubes. I want it straight
4: on the same way. Yep,
0: but uh, to kind of be honest, the way I really got into uh, bourbon and whiskeys was I thought it was more manly <laughs> to to drink bourbon or scotch or something like that. Sure, so when I was you know 21, 22, we would go out places and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna have just a glass of bourbon or whiskey. Mm-hmm. And I hated it at first, you know, I'm Mexican, I'm a tequila guy uh and a corona guy Mm -hmm. so i slowly got into craft beer and scotch but on my mom's side i'm english and irish so it was one of the things i was like you know what i gotta get back to the other side i gotta see what's going on (laughs) and but i just I, i i grew to love it yeah and i grew to really enjoy the 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 real flavor of it and so now you know i have a lot of friends that are very knowledgeable because I'm very I'm not knowledgeable at all about all these things, but uh, that you know I come over to the house I go you know what I got a whistle pig, and I was like what the heck is a whistle pig I have no idea what that is mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. before I didn't even know what eagle rare was
4: oh god or one of the best like ever
0: yes and I got actually my brother he's not a beer fan at all and I remember back in the day when he was like eighteen nineteen he goes I'll never drink alcohol he just wasn't interested in it after that he is the biggest. A uh, bourbon, whiskey, and scotch fan you'll ever meet. Wow! But he hates beer. Mm-hmm. But he'll drink all the bourbon, whiskeys, and scotches. Mm-hmm. So now his go-to is Eagle Rare because I put him onto it. Eagle Rare is amazing. You know, and now it got into like Elijah Craig. I'm, I'm talking about like the the more lower end, but very good bourbons. Yeah. Yep. You know. Uh, well,
4: Eagle Rare is not lower end.
0: it's not lower end. I'm talking about lower end price wise. Right,
4: right, right, I'm thinking
0: about around thirty dollars a bottle. Right. Somewhere around there. Uh, I was actually in Michigan not too long ago. I don't, mind, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Uh, but I was in Michigan. I was talking to a uh, craft beer, um, what do you call that? They, they push around the craft beer um, distributor. Yeah. Yep. And we were doing a dinner, and it was paired with beer. And he was there. He was sitting right next to me. And it was his company, his brewery, that was doing the pairing. And I bought him a glass of Eagle Rare. And he's like, dude, you, you, you scored major points. Oh yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you'd done right. I was like, yes. there's all these amazing craft uh, or um bourbons. And he goes, You picked the right one.
4: One of the best liquors ever. Yeah. Yeah. Eagle rare.
0: So it's just an amazing thing. So if you were gonna tell somebody, you know what, go out and get this bourbon, what would be your like go to, easy buy, something you can find anywhere, but that's a good solid buy. Um
4: Eagle Rare is a little more on the expensive side. If someone was on a budget, I would say go for Jim Beam Devil's Cut.
0: Devil's Cut. I just saw that recently. Okay. Very,
4: very, very good bourbon. Yeah. And I don't like regular Jim Beam. I hate it. I hate Jim I Beam. I hate Jim okay. Beam. Okay. But if you have Devil's Cut, So you that's will, good to know. Very, very good bourbon. Um,
0: okay.
4: I've always loved Jack Daniels way more than Jim Beam. And Is that but,
0: a play on, like, Angel Share?
4: Yes. Yes. Okay. There's an Angel Share, which they say... Um, escapes the barrel
0: yeah.
4: and the devil's cut is what stays inside. Ah, yeah, the, the, okay, you can okay. read about it on on it. It's strong. Um, very good whiskey. I would strong I always strongly advocate it. Very good.
2: Awesome.
4: Um, yeah, and, and I'm not a Jim Beam fan, but yeah. but Devil's Cut, yes. If anybody asks me if you like bourbon, which one would you go to for a price, reasonable price and everything, Jim Beam Devil's Gym Cut Jim yep. Cut Awesome yep. Thank you so much yep.
0: For being on the podcast With us yep. And um, where can we find you Like uh, how would people Get in contact with you If they want an event Or something like that
4: um, Edgewater Ranch Edgewaterranch.com uh, Or something like that yep. Or, yep. okay. Or uh, They can call me Sean McCaskill 386-314-1204 uh, Yeah we're open for anything At any yeah. time Yeah
0: That's super cool Thank you so much Stay tuned uh, We're going to take a quick break And we'll be right back with Carabelle.
5: This is not the person you set out to be. you were just like the rest of them. Pull out your hair
2: out and claim insanity. How will you get the best of them? All
0: right. Welcome back to Just a Sip. Now we're sitting here with Carabelle. Um, Formerly known as six other names (laughs) in their career But uh, let's go ahead and we'll go around real quick And introduce yourselves So let's start off with the lead singer We have our lead singer, go ahead and introduce yourself
5: Uh, Hello, my name is Max I am the lead singer and guitar player There we go, and then we have Jared This is Jared, and And I play lead guitar
0: Alright
6: what's up i'm brad and i slap the bass
0: oh Uh, slap it good (laughs) that was stupid
6: (laughs) i'm austin and i play drums
0: nice i heard that uh carabelle was thinking about making a switch to uh a different bass player (laughs) but that's just what i that's only what i've heard (laughs) no (laughs) anyways that guy sucks (laughs) all right guys so obviously you guys know this is the beer podcast You guys had a limited selection because we're just throwing... You guys are on the beer bus today. We're doing a podcast on the Florida Brew Tours bus, which we've been... uh, This is what we've been doing all the interviews for today on. And what do you guys think of the bus, real quick? What do you guys think of the bus? Yeah. Our live audience the reaction to the bus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ben would be offended if you did anything. It's all right. <laughs> Obviously, you would say that, Austin. Awesome. All right. So, Austin, what are you drinking today? I like it.
7: It. Okay, I am drinking a Spook Hill. Oh, no, Pilsner. Yeah. yeah, it's a Pilsner. So
0: what do you think of that Pilsner? It's pretty good. It's a decent Pilsner, right?
7: Yeah, it's decent.
0: So, I've had le- better. Let me tell you a little bit. No, no, that's fine. Hey, listen. We're, no. very, <laughs> we're very real in this podcast. We say if we don't like it, and we say if we like it. So uh, Red Cypress, mm-hmm. where I think they excel, is their stouts. They have one called Death Roll, and it's their Death Roll yeah. stout, and it's amazing. And then they also have... How's it going, guys? How are you? Good.
2: Good. Let's
0: go That's right. Bring people in. Uh, ch- <laughs> check it out. Yeah, yeah. So they uh, where they excel is their stouts, Yeah. And they have one called Death Roll, and it's amazing. And then they do one called Kitchen Sink, which what happens is they take their Death Roll, and they add a bunch of stuff to it. So the last one that they had was uh, peanut butter, chocolate, banana uh, stout. Nice. And it was incredible.
7: Was it in a can, or was it in like No, it was
0: only tap or crowler. Okay. And, no, oh, no, they did can it, but it was a limited release. So I got there the day of the release... And I was there probably about three hours after it started. I was probably about 10 minutes too late. And I did not get any of the, of the cans. I had to mm-hmm. get two crawlers. And they're like, we can sell you two crawlers, and that's it. And it was incredible. Hmm. It was so freaking And weird. these
7: guys are right out of Winter Springs, right? Yeah, yeah. OK.
0: And uh, but they're, they're a really cool location. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the food truck Daydream Pizza. Mm-mm. But they're a really good pizza uh food truck, and they basically sling pizzas on the back all day unless there's like a giant event happening
2: huh. but they're
0: not there, so it's super cool uh but yeah they're 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 a very good Orlando brewing company uh all right, so let's go to uh Max max, what are you drinking?
5: I am drinking the hazy sunrise it's a what is that, a wheat beer yeah. Wheat beer. It's uh, you got the this is Tomoka Brewing, yeah. Tomoka Brewing out of uh, Port Orange, and I love all their beers. I usually, if I'm like, that's like a five percent, yeah. It's five percent. Usually, if I'm at like Winn Dixie, they sell this a lot. I'll grab a that's a really good beer for a beer mosa.
0: Oh, really? Seriously, we make beer mosas out of those for like uh, our beaches. So, like orange juice in this half orange juice, half hazy sunrise. So good. Ah. Instead of doing a regular mimosa, you just do. Well, beer. Isn't that called like a manmosa? No, it's with beer mosa.
5: Beer oh, mosa, right. and then mimosa. <laughs> that's why it's <laughs> <I laughs> called it. Oh, that's why I called the, it a beer mosa. The, the manmosa is something else. I'm thinking yeah, yeah, it's yeah. entirely <laughs> different. Special <laughs> ingredient. <laughs>
8: <laughs> 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 Jared, yeah, half beer,
0: half man. Jared, speaking of half beer, half man.
8: Uh, what are you drinking? Yo, I have the Ponce Inlet Light Blonde Ale. What do you think of it? I like it. It's yeah? super drinkable, super session. You could have a few of these without worrying about feeling. What's anything. the uh,
0: percentage at four point nine? It's just
8: right below five. Yeah, right four point nine, and uh, it's crisp and malty. It's really good. Yeah. I can drink this at the beach on the boat. Yeah, yeah. Th-
0: that's that's the kind of beers that I tend to gravitate towards. Obviously, I live by the water, so I'm always gonna go for something light and refreshing. But I am also a huge stout fan, and I can drink like I can drink a Guinness anywhere, anytime, and even like something super heavy. I don't care if it's. 100 degrees outside as long as i'm in the air conditioning i can drink a stout well, yeah. don't bother me at all
5: as long as the ac yeah. down to 40 <laughs> degrees
0: I can yeah drink a stout yeah it's pretty chill for sure. so anyways it's one of those things but so i'm gonna start asking you guys oh you know what we forgot about bradley you're still drinking the same thing as max yeah nothing
6: too special i'm just recovering from what, being what's sick, the kind of so. beers that
0: you gravitate towards
6: um i've always liked stouts and sours actually sours. okay um I discovered a new sour. Natty Light. Yeah, Natty, natty <laughs> Lights the best. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, That's my real yeah, beer. Steel Reserve. Right there. Real man's beer. Yeah, Bradley was ba- um, uh,
0: with me back in the days when we used to play beer pong <laughs> at my house when I don't, the parents I don't would go on vacation, days. and uh, we would buy Natty Ice, and then they, they did Natty Ice <laughs> yep. with flavor. Remember that it was like yep. grape Natty Ice. You remember when oh, we sat so out terrible. on the
6: dock oh. for like up until like
0: so four we used or five to do those, in the morning? Ben knows about these. These are called dock days. Yep. Me and Ben actually <laughs> oh, yeah. started them. Mar- Hold on one second. So, Ben, you and me started Dock Days. Yep. That started off with we got a 24 pack of Corona from a customer. <laughs> and we said, what are we going to do with this? And we got done around like two o'clock in the afternoon. And we were doing a job like by our house. So, me and Ben said, you know what? Let's put this on ice. We'll go to the dock at my parents' house. And we'll just sit out on the dock and just drink beers all day. That didn't, we started at. 3 o'clock and we didn't end until about 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. We just hung out and like, chilled and drank beers. My mom and dad came out. Uh, we had some friends come over from other places. We had Jason come over and different people just show up throughout the day and just drink beers with us and then head out. And we just sat there all day. like It was super chill.
1: In a way that was kind of the grandfather of the uh, of this podcast. Yes, that really was. We were just sitting there drinking beer and having talking
0: and just hanging out. Very random conversations. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yep. talking about like how we like beer and different things like that, but that's not where it came from. Talking so, about
1: women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: That was before we were married. Yep. Now we're not allowed to talk about women.
6: Yes, those were good times. And, uh, but, yeah, Bradley <laughs>
0: definitely got into that a little bit. Yep. So, all right, Carabel. Now we're going to talk about you guys a little bit. Bradley, right. we'll start off with you. Okay. You started off as a drummer, and now you're the bassist for the band. I know we talked about yep. that a little bit last time that you were on, um, but you guys have been able to play for a lot of awesome bands Just pick, I know you've been played for a a few different bands. Pick one of them and tell me a highlight of one of the bands that you played for. That you've opened Um, up for. Sorry, that's what I meant to say. Opened up for. That's
6: really, it's between Hawthorne and Atari's really, because Hawthorne was kind of, I mean, both of them was, it's kind of a nostalgic thing, you know, Um, growing up just around early 2000s, you know, being able to listen to Hawthorne and I was skating back then, so to hear Hawthorne back then, I loved them, you know, I was into that music, and never thought, you know, 10, 15 years from now, I'd be on stage with them, so that was pretty cool, but uh, Ataris, uh, to me, I, that was probably the the fun show, but.
5: Yeah, no, I was gonna say the Ataris that we played the other weekend was awesome, because, you know, they, they ended up just being cool guys, and, you know, sharing the stage with them was really cool, and, we had a long set, and it was a lot of fun for sure.
7: Yeah, I really liked playing with the uh, the Atari show. It was in Ocala. It's where we're from. We yeah. and Jared are from. So uh, we like playing it lot. I need you guys to cool. start
0: playing a little closer because, good God, like I have to drive so long.
7: Yeah, we were talking about that. <laughs> but, we, but, we, but we like I we that. We meet somewhere job. in the
0: middle. I'm not saying you guys got to drive two hours this way. I'm yeah. saying somewhere in the middle.
7: <laughs> yeah, the, the Atari show was cool, though, because we actually had really good sound. At that show, we were fully mic'd up. It was it was just what a really I good loved,
0: sound show. I, I don't mean to cut you off because no, no, you fine. can keep talking about it. But what I loved was that was the first time that I really saw somebody. There was a guy with an iPad who had it all on his iPad, like yeah. all the different like levels. And he was all he did was walk from corner to corner the and listen to sound and go, nope, I don't like the sound. Let me change the level. Let me change the level. That was the that was probably the best vocals I've heard, especially from Max. Yeah. that I've ever heard in any of you guys' shows. And I've been to so many shows, but that was that was on point.
7: Well, we really care how we sound, and that was one of the first shows that we've played together as a band, since I've been in the band, yeah. that we actually had a really nice mic set up, and it we actually got what we wanted. Yeah, out know. of the sound. Yeah, exactly, out of what we
0: were doing. exactly. Hey, we got a really nice set
6: Today we got a really nice setup too, and I'm we are yeah, more so than excited to play. Actually, it before, looks like it's going be to be better than guitar show. <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> no, know I ahead. don't mean
0: to cut you off, You're good. but I want to get to Jared real quick. Yep, we forgot. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to cut him off. So, what was one of your favorite shows and a highlight? Um, it can be this, one of the same ones that they talked about. It doesn't matter. Yeah,
8: I loved them both. Like in different ways, the Ataris was was awesome, which is because they're because they're that's super such popular a cool band to play for, yeah. like to open for. Well, I remember listening to them on the radio when I was yeah. younger. I'm like, man, we get to play for somebody who's a, who's a national act. But the Hawthorne Heights, this is something that kind of realized we just got to go see Hawthorne Heights a week ago. Me and Bradley did. Oh, nice! And seeing them on a bigger stage and like all these people were like, we got to open for the those real guys. show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Those are those and are I cool facets about
0: and, and I don't mean that and to like knock anything that you guys did. No, but like friends. you guys... no no no. <laughs> because what I'm saying is <laughs> you guys you guys played in a smaller venue with Halter Heights, which is awesome. But every band you wanna see their like stage presence and their show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you wanna
8: Like seeing them yeah. seeing them play in front of like what do you think, four hundred people there? It, it's something like that. The like, room is packed. I mean, the Beecham. Yeah. If you've ever been in there, oh, yeah. it's, it's super packed. But that's such
0: a cool venue, too.
8: Great venue, and the the sound. I'm like, man. And I looked at Bradley. I was like, dude, we we played for these guys, so it was it yeah. was super cool being able to experience both. But um, we're looking forward. Hopefully, we get to play for some other popular acts. You know, as we as we go along playing music. So yeah, no, yeah. seriously.
0: I, and I think you guys have had, um, you guys have been very fortunate for not being one of those like necessarily mainstream bands, or even a band that's trying to go necessarily the mainstream way. You know, exactly. like you guys have fun with what you guys do. Obviously you want to play cool shows Yeah. and and you want to do cool things and you want to get your music out there, but you're not trying to be like, I'm Hollywood now. You know, this is where we want to be. Well, we've,
8: we've played for some shows that, that really there's like six, seven bands. We play a 20 minute set and they're not popular. And it's just like, part of it's like, man, this isn't fun. Yeah. Like, you know, but doing for these other other, it makes it worth it. But the the most important thing I think is just keeping it fun. If it's not fun, it's not worth it. Yeah. So
0: let me go around and ask. Oh, go ahead. Yeah.
8: Yeah.
7: What I was gonna say is like first and foremost, it's a we all have we all have a love for playing music, and yeah. that's it. It's a hobby. It really is a hobby. Yeah. We realize that we're not gonna make any money, but it's one of those things where it's like we still want to be a little bit picky with yeah, the shows that we be play. Good. Well yeah, exactly. Like if Oh, we, I get what you say. I get what you if, if we pra- pra- no no no, yeah. If we practice and, and do all this stuff at our hobby, you know, we we still wanna have fun up there yeah. on the stage and we still want it to sound good and we still wanna you know You don't wanna
0: play for four people at the um, flea market.
7: No, no. Yeah. no. So we you know, it you know, our you know, our wives are making the sacrifice of coming out and in and, and yep. enjoy not necessarily enjoying but but, but supporting us there, in yeah. our hobby. So it's like I Man, we, enjoy it. we want we want everything to sound good, you know, because then we'll have enjoyment yeah. out of that.
0: Yeah. So uh, hold on. Before before we go back around, let me ask you, and we'll kind of go around a little bit, uh, with the music scene, like kind of what we were talking about, you guys being a smaller band, you guys um, playing, some, you know, smaller venues, but still getting to play for these awesome other bands. Do you think the music scene is changing in the way of, you're going to have more opportunity. As long as you really put effort into it, you're going to have more opportunity to play for other bands that may be a little higher because things are getting more independent. Things are getting more uh, segmented. Like, you know what? It's, it's niche and it's like this group, we're going to play for our real fans, you know? So we're going to go to these smaller venues and play, but that gives opportunity for great bands like you guys to come in and open. Well, I think think that's changing or is that just,
7: I think it is. I mean, you know, when i got into listening to really in my opinion really good music like you know we were talking about like when hawthorne came out or, yeah. or other bands like that you know that are you know of that type of genre um you know i was in high school and i remember I they was, changed the scene yeah hawthorne i was in, like blew up i was in high school and you know a little bit younger than that and these bands this is that's 10 years from now so <laughs> so now they are all you know doing these 10-year anniversary tours and everything yep. and you know if they want to come through our little neck of the woods and do like a practice show because that's really what ataris it felt like yeah was like a practice show for them like, let's, which is fine
0: let's sharpen up our yeah exactly exactly so it's but like you're still a fan but it was so still cool like, i'm i'm gonna be out there i'm still gonna support it no matter what so, so
7: yeah we're gonna we're gonna enjoy it no matter what
0: you would probably buy a ticket even if you weren't playing i so probably would have yeah would so by. then that's awesome that you were get to play yeah. for them and got a free yeah exactly
3: game. exactly so that's exactly awesome.
0: all right so max what, what do you kind of think about it
5: um you know there are a lot of awesome shows and you do find more now that these national acts are coming through and asking for local openers which is really cool because that is what gives us the opportunity to come in and...
0: And, I mean, you can tell me if I'm if I'm wrong. It's just my... Kind of what I've been seeing lately is these smaller acts. Uh, obviously, you always have to hustle yeah, the way anybody has to hustle. But because of social media, because of uh, things like that, you're able to kind of get your music out there much easier than it used to be, or at least that it seems that it used to be. Because now you can go, hey... Look at me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, go on, you guys, I mean, what, what do you guys play on? Well, what, what is our, your music on? Well, it's everything. Yeah, right?
5: Yeah, we have iTunes, Spotify, Spotify, all streaming services, everything. everything. Do, you remember,
7: do you remember Pure Volume? Like I remember back in the day, there was a website called Pure Volume, and that's where everybody put their like all like the indie bands put their stuff. It's like the modern day SoundCloud. Yeah, like yeah,
0: SoundCloud now is the is that's the one.
7: So so now it's so easy. And all the resources are there to put your music on iTunes, Spotify, Google Music, I mean Google Play... Whatever it is out there, it's so easy to put your music. So, I mean, people that absolutely suck. I don't think that we're, you know, in that category. But there's a lot of people that really, really suck, and they still put their music out there. So, it's so easy to do that. I mean, you could pay someone five dollars to put your music on there, and that's that's. It, it's and, so easily accessible now. And I don't know if that
5: helps the music because it's so overloaded with so many musicians
0: that it's hard to. That's true. You know, pick but out. I always feel like. Um, well, I don't know. It kind of works with my business and obviously Ben's business. We were talking about earlier on the podcast, uh word of mouth. Word of mouth is the way that we uh promote ourselves. Uh I was talking about uh one of our uh one of the guys that we, we um when we first started this, this podcast today that you guys are listening to, we started on Alcatraz Brewing Company. And I met one of the owners of Alcatraz Brewing Company. And I've seen him twice now. I've bought his beer twice. He's a guerrilla marketer. Like he goes out, he markets his own beer. He has people drink his own samples. He's out there hustling. I feel like music now is guerrilla marketing. Like that's no like, that's the form of getting your music out there because you got to go tell people, hey, uh, you like rock, you like, you know, alternative, you like, you know, hair metal, whatever you are. You know, you find out what they like and then you go, hey, listen, go to Spotify. Look us up. Go to iTunes. We're on everything. No doubt. You know, if if you go on Spotify, listen to us. If you like us, go to iTunes and buy our music, you know? Yeah. And uh, I feel that a lot of people now, if they like and enjoy a band, they're willing to spend five, ten dollars, five, ten, fifteen dollars on a CD rather than just being like this guy just like shoved a CD in my face and was like, you want to buy us for five bucks? Like, no, no one wants to do that. But you go, hey, now you have outlets like Spotify that you can be like, go listen to us. Find out if you're a fan. Now come to one of our shows.
1: Have you guys seen any royalties from iTunes or anything like that?
5: <laughs> so my bro- real quick, my brother texted me the other day and he said, hey, I just want to let you know my nieces, they've been streaming your uh, music all day long, just streaming it on Spotify. I was like, I cannot wait to see that 0.07 of a dollar go into my bank account because that's literally what it is. Every for you know, a couple of streams is a yeah, percentage of a penny. Yeah. Actually,
6: I thought it was 0.001.
5: No, it's 0.07. Yeah, it <laughs> okay, it
6: is. But yeah, per stream. 0.07 cents per stream. So, not even really, a penny. To really make a living, you got to have millions of streams. And Thanks that's, and, and but that's why you hear, <laughs> though, a lot of musicians nowadays complaining about Spotify and the streaming services because they're not getting paid. You know, even the big people who got 30 million is still not making what they would have been making 15 years ago selling CDs, you know, albums that, you know, that's all we had. There was no streaming. Uh,
7: I mean, but here's the thing I don't give a crap. I really don't care if we get any money for it. If if Max was pocketing all the money and not even telling us, I I don't even think I would care. It's just one of those things. It's <laughs> it's, a yeah. it's a it's a hobby. It's a hobby. This it's something that podcast, I love.
5: So. We don't have to pay. This is on a podcast, so So
0: I I've been seeing you, Jared, not throughout this like whole thing. You're like, Yes, yes, no, no. So what do you think?
8: I think with today, I think just with social media and the the internet, um and all these outlets there's it's a cool way for bands to get themselves out there because honestly you could you can have a fan base over in England or the Philippines <laughs> remember that <laughs> the other day yeah. some uh i'll take one of those
5: yeah too. we
6: actually just got a email was it max
5: uh, I'll prove it.
6: Uh, we got an email or something saying uh, some radio station wanting to play our stuff. And it was uh, Philippine radio. <laughs> so we were like, how yeah. in the world did they even hear of us? I don't even understand. But, so we, but
8: going, going back to that, it's just, it's so much more accessible for you to get your music out there, which is cool. It's like when YouTube came out, so many people can, and it blew up, but it, it
0: made people millionaires. Yes, you know?
8: exactly. So, you know, there's somebody that we all know um, that yeah. has a band, the steampunk band, and he, yeah. he, He's very successful with the Spotify. Yeah.
0: Do you mind like plugging him? Do you remember the
8: the, the, the co- yeah, yeah, John Madeli Cog is dead. Okay, Cog and he, is dead. he he's
0: dead. the number one spot.
7: Look up the number. Look up the number one steampunk band, and that's him. <laughs> well, that's the thing. He I found, think found it's the only. It's like
8: two. Yeah, he found yeah, his yeah, niche though, true. and there's people all over the world that are into that, so they're gonna listen to that. And he's like he's
6: a really talented guy, though. He's a voice actor. He's been in a bunch of commercials you've probably seen growing up, whether it's Ninja Turtle action figures and stuff. He's Fashion the car, voice. Yeah. Clash of Clans, he's done the voice for that game. He's he's done all kinds of stuff. So he's he's really really uh, incredible.
8: <laughs> but uh but overall overall yeah. like it's just cool being able to be an artist and be able to put it out even if you're not making money at it you're still having fun with it. We've had a lot of fun recording. Yeah, I'm, I'm hearing this stuff right now in the car so here, in the bus. In the background,
0: and we're gonna play it before and after if that's cool. With you it's, guys, yeah, it's
8: it's hard. just cool. I've never been able to have like out, like eat these EPs that we've done. I've never been able to do that in all my years of playing, playing music. So it's cool to be able to do that and then get it out there for people to listen to. Like I said, even if it's not making money, it's fun. Yeah. And if somebody catches, if it catches somebody's ear and they're like, man, this is a good song, we want to buy it. There's that opportunity too, where we could sell a song or whatever. Which I know we'd probably all be down for if it if it's considerable, you know, whatever. Yeah, but
6: regardless, yeah, we all of us I think we could agree we don't really care about the money. Like Austin said, you know, this is a hobby for all of us and it's we have so much fun, we really do love music. And, you know, the main thing for us, more important than anything, is we take pride in our music, you know, and, and our craft, everything we do. We just, we want to be able to, you know, I mean, if it's not good, it's it's not fun. So, to us, I mean, it, it might not be good, but to us, we feel it's, you know, it's it's fun for us, so.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, what, what I like about you guys is that um, you really do want your friends out there. Yeah,
2: yeah. You know,
0: you like, every time you guys have a thing, it's just like, well, obviously, I guess any band that really plays, they want all their friends out there. But you guys really care about, like, hey, listen, guys. Even when you get the Ocala show, you were, like, for <laughs> me, you know, it was a far drive. And you're like, I know it's really far, but if you could make it out there, it would really mean a lot to us. But then afterwards, you guys are hanging out with everybody and chilling out and, uh... I know Max has a big head, but the rest of you guys are really (laughs) chill, so it's pretty awesome.
5: I know this is all... Well, I was just going to say, for me, that's what this is all about. Like, all of our live shows are just about having a fun, because I'm always liking having the party and, you know, being that around, surrounded by our friends, that's what matters to me, so...
8: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. Like, when we played the Atari show, it was just so cool having, like... Cause we have friends in Ocala and we have you guys coming from here from New Smyrna and some people from Orlando yeah. and it's just cool. Like everybody hanging out together. I'm like, man, that's cool when like music can bring people together and just, you have a good time and then afterwards go get tacos and stuff. It's, it's great. you know. <laughs> Always so, food afterwards. So that's, that's probably the, the best uh, thing after playing is just having fun with your friends. Yeah, you for know? sure. So, well hey guys
0: Thank you so much For being on the podcast I don't want to see you guys Too much Thank uh, you Gio. You guys will probably Be on it. in a little bit We may do a little Special extra piece okay, cool. uh, With some bourbon county A little bit later on yep. So uh, we'll talk a bit, a little bit About that But we're, we're looking really forward, forward To it. your guys show maybe some scotch. And uh, maybe next time Before your guys Next show what we'll do is we'll promote it on the podcast and uh, see if anybody who's ever listening—if let's see if my mom shows up because she's <laughs> the only one that listens. So it'll be a lot of fun. Sounds good. <laughs> I,
6: everybody uh, who's listening, don't forget to check us out on uh, you yes, know Spotify, yes, iTunes, plug, yes. Facebook, Instagram, and make sure you know give us our so point zero zero seven cents it that exactly. we're craving.
0: Is it, is it just what, what is it? Is just Carabel?
6: Yep, just Carabel. C A R R. A-B-E-L-L-E.
5: Oh, man. He struggled I almost, Yeah, I almost couldn't spell that. <laughs> he almost it's could not get that through. The <laughs> hazy sunrises. You can also
8: find us on Google Maps because we're a city <laughs> up in the Panhandle. Yes. Do not go there Do for not, the show. Every time somebody that is in Carabelle for a vacation and they yeah. tag Carabelle, it tags our band, which is pretty cool. <laughs> that is pretty awesome. It's, it's for promotional reasons. Yeah, you That's guys why should
0: go to <laughs> Like You guys should make a, a, a band trip over there and just like make stickers for Carabelle yes. and stick it all over everything <laughs> Use <them Yes>. everything
6: <laughs> stop signs that's guerrilla marketing right
0: there my friends
6: <laughs> i feel like uh, it's a, a tony hawk game like that's something you would do in like tony hawk underground like that's
0: you do a, a kickflip and then tag <laughs> it and tag then go uh,
8: speaking guerrilla marketing yeah. our the next album that we're releasing is called guerrilla marketing so. i like it <laughs> speaking
7: about tony hawk how great was Tony Hawk 4? Remember that game? <laughs> no. Seriously, that was game that was fantastic. Tony Hawk 4. Can you, sketch?
8: Can you sketch in that game?
7: I don't know. Is that one when, in, when you grab on the car? Is that the one in Hollywood? I think that was, in, underground. In Hollywood? That was but, uh, but
8: underground. Is that <laughs> Hollywood?
7: No, no, no. I don't know. No, 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 no. I don't know what it was.
0: What Anyways, thank you guys so much. Tony Hawk 4 for was like one podcast, of the best uh, games ever. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, G. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll see you guys. Bye.